KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. I could make a lot of arguments for what Philadelphia is the best at in the country. Obviously, cheesesteaks. You could argue it's the best city for American history. Some would say it's one of the best sports cities in the U.S. And it's also the best city in America for naked biking. There's definitely a lot of fully naked people. <laughs> There's also people who start, who start with more clothes than they end with. Yes, this is a thing. A colleague at KYW News Radio came across this study on the best cities for naked biking by LawnStarter.com. Yes, that's L-A-W-N, as in your yard. They placed Philly at number one, and this just sparked a lot of questions. For some people, though, it might not come as much of a surprise. We're basically practicing for the Philly Naked Bike Ride three, four times a month, all year long. The Philly Naked Bike Ride is an annual tradition where over a thousand people strip down, hop on their bikes, and take to the streets. Seems like another weird, quirky Philly thing. But in fact, it's part of a worldwide movement with some pretty significant messages behind it. Yeah, it's a big party, but it's a party for our right to fight. This is The John Cast, a podcast about interesting and unexpected stories from Philadelphia. I'm Sabrina Boyd-Circa, and this week, we find out how the World Naked Bike Ride became a thing, why it exists, and why Philly is the best city to participate in. I started my investigation with this study, which didn't say best cities for the World Naked Bike Ride. It said best cities for naked biking, in general. So I had to find out. What makes Philly a good place to ride a bike naked? My name is Richie Bernardo. I'm one of the managing editors at LawnStarter. LawnStarter does a lot of studies like this. They've compiled a list of best cities for ice cream lovers, best dog park cities, best cities for new moms. But as you might have guessed, that's not their main purpose. LawnStarter is an online marketplace that connects homeowners with lawn care professionals. So we make it easy for homeowners to find the lawn care services that they need. So how do you get from there, helping homeowners with lawn care, to the kinds of surveys that you do, like this naked biking survey? Yeah, that's a great question, Sabrina. Um, So, you know, we're a startup and we want more people to know about us. So We conduct studies on both outdoor-related topics, um, you know, like gardening and lawn care, but we also publish studies on non-outdoor-related topics, like you said. Um, And these are mostly topics that we know people will talk about. Back in May, we conducted a study on the best cities for naked gardening um, in honor of World Naked Gardening Day. Um, And that was so successful, so we decided to repurpose some of the data that we used for that study to rank the best cities for naked biking. Who knew that there was a World Naked Gardening Day also? It seems like there's a, there's a lot of things that people enjoy doing naked that I didn't even realize. Yeah. I did not either until we started conducting these studies. <laughs> okay, so naked biking, what were some of the uh, details and data that you looked at that ultimately led Philadelphia to be number one? Yes, yeah, so we looked at 11 different metrics. Um, Most importantly, whether the city hosts a World Naked Bike Ride event, which Philadelphia does. Um, We also looked at each city's cyclist friendliness, which is a separate ranking that we conducted. We looked at public nudity and toplessness laws. 
the size of the nudist population, the number of sex offenders, and historical summer climate data. Let's break that down a bit. Size of the nudist population. There are some naturist groups in the Philly area, but it's not that big. Summers can get very hot and there's always a chance of rain, so climate isn't doing us a lot of favors. But Lonstarter weighted each of these factors, and the highest weight went to whether or not the city hosts a naked bike ride. We do. Cycling friendliness, where Philly ranked number 22 out of 200 cities, and legality of public nudity. According to Philadelphia's public nudity law, it is legal to be nude in public as long as you are not being intentionally lewd. So, you know, as long as you're not doing this to arouse anybody in public, then you should be fine. They also give some heavy weight to the popularity of naked biking based on Google searches. Looking at Philadelphia? It also has the sixth highest average monthly Google searches for World Naked Bike Ride and Naked Bike Ride. I think that did a lot of heavy lifting for Philly in this study. We have the largest naked bike ride on the East Coast. How the heck did that happen? World Naked Bike Ride, um, as the name suggests, is a global movement. um, And it started in 2003 to protest oil dependency. According to the World Naked Bike Ride wiki page, the first unified World Naked Bike Ride actually took place in 2004. Before that, there were organizations in Canada and Spain, both doing separate naked bike rides, unaware of each other. Portland and Seattle were part of that first official World Naked Bike Ride on June 12, 2004, alongside a bunch of other cities around the globe. Philly joined the party in 2008. It was a small guerrilla effort, very much a pop-up event. It wasn't really publicized. This is Maria. She runs the Philly Naked Bike Ride social media. And it turned out to be a huge ride, and we've been riding ever since. I joined in 2012. Going back to the World Naked Bike Ride wiki page, it says the Philly ride had 700 people in 2009. Last year, they had over 1,000 riders. The second biggest in the country. That's Wesley, the lead facilitator of the Philly Naked Bike Ride, which is sometimes abbreviated to PNBR. Wesley, Maria, and a few other folks who help organize this and other group rides through Cycle Scene PHL all rolled up to our studio together, on their bikes, of course. I'm Carl, I'm organizer of the Philly Full Moon Ride. My name's Wes, and I'm one of the organizers of Night Cycle Philadelphia. My name's Janice, I'm one-third of the organizers for a Philly Bike Party. All of these rides happen regularly throughout the year. Night Cycle has evening rides about once a month, Philly Bike Party organizes monthly themed rides, and the full moon ride is, predictably, every full moon. And so on the group rides, right, we're basically practicing for the Philly Naked Bike Ride three, four times a month, all year long. The Naked Bike Ride starts with what they call the pre-ride. This year, folks gathered at Lemon Hill to celebrate, deck out their bikes, and get dressed up, or down. There's people that go all out, head-to-toe, body paint. Someone got painted like a giraffe last year, and it was, it was pretty awesome. There was one station for body paint and another for glitter. Do you want some glitter? My pleasure. My honor. No, it's my honor. Maria says sometimes body paint can give the illusion that you're wearing some type of clothing, even if you aren't. And you don't have to get fully naked. A lot of people wear underwear or shorts or some type of costume. But you will definitely see some full frontal nudity. 
There's definitely a lot of fully naked people. <laughs> there's also people who start who who start with more clothes than they end with. Mm. Something that I always enjoy is sometimes you'll have people who are they'll have like a theme. Like last year, there were, or maybe it was two years ago, there was a group of women who were dressed as as mermaids, and it was <laughs> they had like you know netting on them, and they you know like they were caught in the nets, and they you know, and I thought it was fun, and and, and there's been a few themes like that over the years. At this year's ride, I saw a guy wearing a cape and a gladiator helmet with very little else, two people with yellow minion hats, and one guy implemented a very clever placement of a chock full of nuts can. There's one well-known rider who goes every year with his saxophone. This is my third year doing it. Um, nice. This tends to be a crowd favorite, so... I was going to say, yeah. you always bring the sax? Yeah. Do you play while riding? I do play while riding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've got to see that. I've yeah, gotta... it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> the whole scene can be pretty shocking at first. Especially at Lemon Hill, you come around a corner and then suddenly, tons of naked people. But if you hang out for a while, you ease into it. Uh, the first one, yeah, I definitely was a little hesitant. But, you know, once you, you know, you feel comfortable, you see all the people out here just going out and about, you know, you just feel it's natural. Wes shared similar sentiments. I remember the first time that I, had, I, I rode the ride and I thought, some people are showing up and they're just doing it on their own or with somebody that they came with. But I'm like seeing you know, my best friends who I organize rides with all year long. And it's like, now they're going to be, you know, naked or near naked in front of me. This is going to get weird, right? But what's really interesting is, is that it took about 15 minutes to just forget the door. I mean, forget how naked everybody was. It's like an experiment. It was so quick that that level of socialization just fell apart, right? Like this, like, you, you, I mean, you, you need to have clothes on. You need to have clothes on. And 15 minutes after being, you know, around... My friends with, I only had no shirt on, but I was just surrounded by friends of mine who had less. And you just stop noticing and you're talking to your friends and it's like, it's not even a thing. There's, yeah. There was a time, I think it was the 2021 ride, when the police world knew the ride was happening. But someone called the police. So I forgot I was not wearing clothes. But <laughs> <laughs> I just walk up and I, hello, officer, what seems to be the problem? <laughs> and they're like, we just, we know this is happening. We just had to check it out. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so this is like kind of thing. You just forget what you, what's happening. Yeah. I mean, I think it also says a lot about how, you know, nudity isn't like inherently sexual, mm. you know? So it's like, yeah, after a minute, it's just like, okay, yeah, this is fine. Okay. So I have to ask about just, just the experience of riding a bike naked. And is that comfortable? That's Doesn't... the most common question. <laughs> right? I'm going to say... A piece of cloth does not offer that as much protection as you think. Hmm. It's not much different from riding with pants on. Yeah. <laughs> Any of us who, like, we've all ridden over 20 miles, we can tell you that doesn't make that much of a difference. Sometimes it contributes to the chafing. <laughs> if you want to participate, but you're still worried about the comfort of sitting on a bike naked, you can use a scooter or a skateboard. I even saw rollerblades. Anything that doesn't burn fuel is welcome, and that part is key, because this isn't just about getting naked for the shock value. There's a statement behind it. Basically, the core tenets of the World Naked Bike Ride are body positivity, everyone's beautiful, we just want to get you on a bike, have fun, feel good about yourself, uh, fuel reduction, and just leaving no trace, trying to create like habits that leave a cleaner earth to promote cycling as a major form of transport. This was a, from a post 
of someone who's ridden the ride. And they said, we ride the ride naked because as cyclists, we're naked on the road. Mm. And that's, if you're in a vehicle, you are clothed in metal. So wow. that you have that protection. So the, the ride's naked to show that how exposed cyclists are on the city streets. I think our ride is first a protest ride and then a party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I could also see people being like, you know, I just want to like do weird stuff naked. <laughs> I, like, I think there's truth to that. I think a lot of people are, are just out there to have fun. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, last year, you know, there was chanting in front of City Hall, you know, you know, more ass, less gas. And I, would, <laughs> and I wouldn't be and you, people using their bodies as billboards. I mean, that, too, also speaks to the volume of like, yes, everybody's out there looking to have fun. But when you look at the people getting body painted, they often put body paint on like with slogans and the slogans will be environmental in nature or body positive in nature. And so, yeah, it's a big party, but it's a party for our right to fight. These messages, body positivity, environmentalism, making streets safer for bikers, are the core motivations behind the Naked Bike Ride. It's a protest and it's a lifestyle. It's a community that goes far beyond one day a year. I think that we attract, and I've called them like, you know, good weirdos. And over a period of time, we have developed such strong friendships through, through riding together. More on that coming up. Welcome back to the Johncast. I'm Sabrina Boyd Circa. The annual Philly Naked Bike Ride is sort of a protest party, a way to promote body positivity and environmentally friendly modes of transportation. It's also at the center of Philadelphia's biking community, almost like their annual gala, except the only suits you'll see are birthday suits. It takes a village and a lot of time to make this event happen. We've been planning this year's ride since the end of last year's. We figure out a route in March, May, June. Uh, (laughs) Wesley, the main facilitator of the Naked Bike Ride, can't pin down a single month because mapping the route is an ongoing task. A street might suddenly get blocked off for construction, or new potholes might show up that could cause problems. The team spends months mapping and doing test rides all the way up until the morning of the group ride. They don't announce the official route until 24 hours before the event. The full ride is about 13 miles, and they set a slow pace so less experienced riders can join. Wes, another organizer who also leads Philly Night Cycle, says they rely on veteran cyclers on the scene who volunteer to keep the ride together. Once the front end gets into the intersection, we want the whole rest of the ride to move through the intersection as if we were a bus or a train. And then once it's out, we, you know, we give the intersection back. And the back end of the ride is called the sweep. And the sweep is there to make sure that somebody doesn't fall off because they had an injury or because they had a, um, a mechanical failure or that they don't, they're not you know, hopelessly lost. And also to make sure that the back end of the ride is as much fun and as much of a party as the front end of the ride. This whole thing is run by volunteers. The city is aware of when and where it's happening, but set up, blocking off the streets, making sure everyone is safe, that's all on the PNBR team. Maria, their social media manager, says this volunteer and community aspect is part of what makes Philly's ride special. 
I did the Portland ride in 2016. It's a very different vibe. Mm. Like Portland became so massive that the police and the city just had to get on board and they block everything. And the ride is over within like 15 minutes. I mean, it's a 10,000 person ride, but it's it's over before you know it. And ours is a party for two hours. <laughs> yeah. I think Seattle's is more of a, theirs ends up more like a parade where the it's like a set route every year. It's not as a gorilla. It doesn't have the gorilla um, grassroots. Like DIY or sort the, of. The grassroots approach. Yeah. Now, I don't know what it's like in Portland or Seattle or any other city, but it seems like Philly loves the naked bike ride, even people who don't bike. Lots of people will line the streets just to watch it go by or take part in their own special way. We've had people time their proposals so that they can have their proposal as the ride goes by. Before the pandemic, Amazing. 2019, we probably had around seven couples email us asking us what the route would be. Photographers asking where the route was going. Please, they want to take photos with the naked bike ride. Like, newlyweds. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like the wedding photos on the parkway. I think half the ride, ended up, like people were just like joining in wedding photos. There's been, there's been a number of times where I've seen people... Seeing their ride a couple blocks up, they get they're interested and they start find, looking for the nearest indigo stand, and then they start putting their clothes in the basket of the indigo bike and then join the ride. <laughs> I feel like that is one of the most exciting moments that happens on the bike ride because we're riding, and all of a sudden you see the switch, and they're jumping into the ride, right? And right, the ride is like yeah, because everybody's excited. It's like join us, and they're like you know, and every it's it's. It, it, I think that's a, a really fun moment. This and every cycle scene group ride are kind of made for that, for new people to join in, even if you don't know anyone. Carl, who organizes the full moon ride, started out that way, joining the naked bike ride on his own. I'm a reclusive person at heart, so when I went to that. I went to that by myself. I didn't know anybody at the time. And then all of a sudden I was surrounded. So I was like, oh, this is fine. (laughs) (laughs) After that, that's just how it was. So I was used to it. And it's fine. I like being surrounded by everyone else. No no one knows who you are. It's just like being at an airport by yourself. You don't know anyone, but all of a sudden everyone's friendly around you. I think that we attract, and I've called them, like, you know, good weirdos, right? (laughs) But I think there's something really... um, like, I'm a hyper-social person, and there's a lot of people who ride the rides that seem like natural introverts. And I think there's something about riding a bike in a group that appeals to both of us because you can ride your bike and just ride, and you don't have to be super social, and yet you did the activity. And people who are a little bit more, you know, a little bit more reserved than me, people who are a little bit more introverted, they can jump on the ride, and they can just, you know, listen to music, or they can, you know, like, they keep themselves, but they were still part of it. And over a period of time... We have developed such strong friendships through, through riding together. The messages and, and efforts of, you know, sustainability, bike friendliness, getting, reducing fuel and all of that, body positivity. Do you feel like it's working? Do you feel like over the course of since, what, 2008, that Philly has gotten better in those aspects? I don't know. I feel like the body positivity movement has grown a lot over the last several years. I don't know, from my perspective, has cycling helped my self-image and how I feel about myself? Absolutely. Because the incentive to go hang out with my friends, to meet new people, the social aspect 
definitely pulls me out. But at the end of the day, I'm stronger. I feel better about myself. Like the endorphins are flowing. So I don't know if it's worked for anyone else, but that's what keeps me riding. If you're not inclined to believe the scientists <laughs> and you can't read the writing on the wall with the extreme weather, then I don't think a bike ride is going to be the thing that convinces you. However, right, I think that what a bike ride could convince you is that you don't need a car to go two miles to go to the store and that you don't need a car to go to your friend's house and that, in fact, you could ride a bike 10 miles. That's an extraordinarily accessible range. And so I think going on the social rides and seeing, you know what, I can do this. And they can put bike, they can put cycling more into their everyday life. And that is the type of change that individuals can do. Whether or not a naked bike ride is your thing, if you've been thinking about trying to bike in the city, to do your small part to reduce fuel emissions, feel better about your body, or just as a convenient way to get around, one of these group rides could be a great place to start. And I'm speaking as someone who hasn't gotten on a bike in years, probably. So I'm like, I have no relative sense of, of what's a lot or what's not. Biking around the city, I think, kind of intimidates me. But if the roads are blocked off, then that's, you know, makes it feel You'll have easier. hundreds of people around you creating a buffer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of the perks of, of being on a group ride. Mm. Like if you were, and not just the naked bike ride, but any of the group rides that we do, if you come out, um, let's say you were new to the city and you wanted to try riding your bike as opposed to driving a car. But it can be very intimidating with the traffic. But if you're in a group, you can be surrounded by cyclists like us who have done this a lot. And so you're in the middle of a pack and you don't, you're not exposed to the full brunt of the traffic, but you can get a feel for the pace and the flow. And you can start to learn the routes that we use and why we use them. And in a way, the group rides, including the naked bike ride, the culmination of which is the naked bike ride, is a way that the most seasoned cyclists in the city pass down our knowledge to the people who are new to it. The Johncast is a production of KYW News Radio Original Podcasts, and it's made in Philadelphia by Tom Rickert, Brian Seltzer, Myron Kaplan, Holly Stevens, Bibiana Correa, and me, Sabrina Boyd Serga. If you want to see pictures of the Philly Naked Bike Ride, of course we took pictures with discretion. Check out the link in our show notes or our Twitter, or are we calling it X now, at The Johncast. Make sure you're following The Johncast on the free Odyssey app or whatever podcast player you use to get every new episode and listen back to some old ones that you might have missed. And give us the old rating and review while you're there, if you feel so inclined. Thanks, as always, for listening. We'll be back with another story soon. 